have you been, Christopher? Did I bum you out a little bit? Yeah, I feel really bummed. My arse is so sore. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've, I've been all right. I thought all... Matt's been away. Why has your arse been sore? Oh, gay. <laughs> yeah. Not just gay, gay with each other. Gay being gay isn't funny. I mean, lots of people are. It's, it's just you two together. That's what's funny. Uh, you know what? I I will come back to that. Gay isn't really doesn't have the same impact as it used to anymore, does it? You can't say to someone, "That's a bit gay." No, because being gay is normal. Like, yeah, it's not offensive or anything. Doesn't even mean happy anymore. It just means you're gay. It's like okay. I miss that. I really do. What, you miss when gay was offensive? Yeah. We have gay friends. Because, no, no, no. You, <laughs> look, hear me out. So, <laughs> you know, back in the day, I would always pretend like, ha me and my friend, we're so, you know, we, we were proper close. And yeah, people used pretend. To actually yeah, yeah. But now that it's the cool thing to be, everyone's doing it. So all these other straight guys are trying to be gay with their best friend. And they, they've taken away <laughs> my I don't, I don't think niche. they're trying to do that. Oh, they just are then. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was just in certain clubs that you and Will go. We'll be the first ones to go up to a gay couple and say, what the fuck, man? What are you stealing our shit? But yeah, there you go. Do you want to know what's sad? Go on. Is that I didn't even need to name him. Like, regular listeners are go- listener- going to know who you're talking about. Oh, yeah, of course they will. But I don't, I don't, I don't care. Fuck. I don't... Fight. Yeah, you know what? Sing your love, man. Sing it. I do. I, I've, already, I've already talked about the only way to get around... Uh, inheritance tax problems as if we go for a fake gay marriage or something it wouldn't really be fake would it you love each other i mean you just wouldn't be having sex with one another yeah 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 we, we, yeah <laughs> yeah exactly. well, you would you need the perks of it <laughs> well I, we'll just be an, a cheating couple an adulterous couple but yeah. uh, i just uh, i've seen some uh comedy sketches like that like i think there was, I'm not going to mention that, but well, I have to, but that terrible Adam Sandler film, uh, I pronounce you Chuck and Larry. Never watched it, man. It's, actually, it's not too bad, but um, it's... Right, no, no, Adam Sandler movie, and not too bad, in the same sentence, post the year 2000. Yeah, I was about to say, like, when I was a kid, I actually did like some of his films. Oh, yeah, everyone liked it when they were kids. Yeah, it's very juvenile, but I, I liked it. I, was, I even liked Little Nicky. Little Nicky wasn't that bad when I was a kid. Uh, it, yeah, when you were a kid, but then you watch it ten years later, and it's like, what is uh, this piece of shit? Oh, uh, yeah. I tell you, it was my first um, introduction to David Cross. Oh, really? You're a David Cross fan? Oh, yeah, I love David Cross, yeah. Uh, I don't really watch much of him. Like, I've seen him around and stuff, but... Yeah, I think he really took off in Arrested Development, and from there everyone starts going, I still oh, watch yeah. Arrested Development. Oh, when you get a chance, it's really good. Yeah, and I've been told, when I get a chance to do this, when I get a chance yeah. to do that. So don't worry, I won't be one of those people that says, you must! No, just no, that's in your me. own time. Yeah, I know, <laughs> that's I, me, usually. Exactly, exactly. So, And I'm proud time. of it. I'm bloody proud, because I know you guys aren't going to listen, but... But if you ever do, in like 20 years' time, stumble upon the greatness that is Supernatural, right, you can never fucking say I didn't try and get you to watch it. I like Supernatural, and I would continue that. But you're about 12 years behind me. I just don't have time for shit anymore. You just pop an episode in, like, every few nights. Yeah. I think it's because um, I'm more of a gamer. So when I have a bit of free time, I'm like, ooh, I'm going to have a... I'm going to do a bit of cheeky gaming right now. Other than Pokemon Go, I haven't gamed in a while. They've upgraded Pokemon Go now. Like, I'm not always finding Pidgeys and Rattatars now. I'm getting loads, tons of Ghastlies, though. Oh, and you get more candy. Oh, 
Uh, but the thing is, once you've had your fill of all the Pidgeys you want, and there were some people that were becoming like Pokemon Masters within the space of a week and shit, so they even need to re- start releasing Legendaries, you know, along with um, Series 2, as soon as possible, or else people are just, you know, it's already lost its spark. Like, Oh, people... yeah, a lot of people have given up on it. I barely play it. I sort of, yeah, turn it on when I'm if I'm ever walking to work or something. Yeah. I think I might rack up a couple of kilometres and then hatch something eventually. Yeah. I've used that extra space up so much, and I've, I'm so glad I deleted Pokemon Go. Oh, yeah, it's taken up a lot of memory now, because I didn't realise... it is. Well, the last update, because it was, like, last week or something, that I updated it anyway, I didn't realise it, like, loads of podcasts that I have had been deleted, and that's the only way that I can see it happening, because I did try and re-download it, and now it's telling me I didn't have space. Oh, really? Yeah. But then again, I did have, like, 50 episodes of shit on there, random shit, waiting to be listened I thought it was a really good idea, though, and it is a real. It's well executed. It just the sustainment. It leaves its spark. Once you get off, over the humor, humor of going out and catching Pokemon, yeah, it's sort of all the samey. That's probably why they're changing up the Pokemon a bit. Because yeah, I've started using it again. I I didn't use it for like a month or so. Mm. It uses that same video game formula that you get in certain RPGs where. You don't want a tedious, long grind. So, obviously, it's going to give you XP quite fast. You can level up quite fast. But at the same time, that's not good for long the long game because once you get to, like, level uh, no, 37 or something, you're like, levels are meaningless at that point. So, you don't I don't know what shit. level I'm on, actually. I forgot. Exactly. I haven't looked in ages. And what do levels do for you now, you know? I don't know. Like, I, I told you, I don't really play it. I mean, I stick it in my pocket and turn it on. Yeah. That's it. It's They're meaningless now. So, it's it's... You know, it's if they had a reason, like at a certain level, you could start customizing your avatar with his eight different types of shirt or something. You know, <laughs> like it's it's or at least I liked the idea of being able to own a gym. That was really cool. I was never good enough to actually beat anyone, but I was only on it for a bit anyway. But I'm sure Freddy probably beat someone or something. He was all over that shit a week before it came out. Oh yeah, because he um he he did it the the naughty way. Oh yes. <laughs> and I respect him for that. And he, and he, but the thing is, I he showed me the program. He said, "Oh, it's all right. Go on this one." And I, I looked up the program, and I, I saw some of the horror stories. And I thought, "Nah, mate, you, uh, you, you, enjoy, you have that one. I'm going to stick this one out. I'll wait a week for it to come out." You know, because um, hmm. I, I see some of these programs that people use, and it's people were adamant about getting it early, and they were going to forgo this whole security thing for it. You know, because people went crazy over Pokemon. Yeah. Like, people that were never interested in Pokemon, they just jumped on the bandwagon. Yeah. And I was like, so, sorry, mate, I've liked it since I was, like, six years old and not stopped. Fuck off to the back of the queue. Because <laughs> well, you remember when it was released in England? So hard to log on. Yeah. Yeah, you were trying to sign on, and it took forever to try and log on, and then you'd give up, and you'd try again later, and then you'd give up again. Well, surely that's because they um, even for the Pokemon... The servers were overloaded, Exactly, they'd underestimated just... That's what I mean. These wannabe Pokemon fans, they could have fucked off. I should have been at the front of the queue. Oh, no, it's a good thing, because it's it's nice that... I mean, I, I'm not as crazy about Pokemon as I used to be. I still think Pokemon are great, but it's nice to see new fans and all these kids getting into it. And to be honest, they don't I need don't mind any the kids. Help. I mean, the adults... Oh, yeah. They're like, oh, this is humorous. I will play this and interrupt the servers and stop people that actually want to play it. Oh, that's fine. You know, get back to work, Tom. (laughs) Sitting there at your desk. 
<laughs> I don't play Pokemon Go at my desk. I have to sit down all day. Oh, but what if you see a Golbat at work? Because they have teeth, don't they? They always put them in areas where they mean something, like matchups at gyms. No, and... no, because I caught fuck all Magikarp when we were in Brighton. Fuck <laughs> all. <laughs> I was hoping to rack them up so I can get you Gyarados, but no. I, I caught that brilliant uh, Persian, and that, yeah, was, you that, did. that was my final battle, and I was and then done I, with that. I decided we're not friends anymore. Yeah, that was perfect, mate. That was brilliant. No, no, no. I, I hate the fact that you just pointed to your uh, pointed to your phone and signalling me to look at my phone and just sent me a screenshot of it. Yeah. Rather than just telling me. No, that would no, be No, no, you cool had to way. show me. I had to do it the 90s kid way. Oh, How's yeah. that a 90s kid wave? Like, on your uh, smartphone, you take a screenshot of you um, capturing a Persian yeah. and send it to your friend that's on the other half of the blanket. Have you ever seen a film called The Wiz? Uh, sorry, no, sorry, I the don't wizard, know. The Wizard, The Wizard. Well, it's basically like it's got the ultimate 90s cheese to it, but it's got this character in it who's called something like Davian or something, and his whole thing is he has a power glove and everything he does is so cool. So I just pointed at my phone, your phone and went, hey, Check that out. I wish I had glasses. I did have glasses. You so did. It was, yeah, yeah. So I had it, was kinda, it was such a Davian. Is his name Davian? Doesn't matter. But um, it was such a 90s kid thing to do, you know. And I, I was just like, you fucking wanker. And that's how you Pokemon, fucking tosspot. Pokemon trainers do it, you know. You fucking tosspot. Yeah, I was happy about that. But anyway, we have a show. Oh, yeah. This is this is the Dork's Deduction. We, we talk about Hello. stuff. Hello. Hello. That shouldn't be about Pokemon Go, but apparently we're talking about Pokemon Go after the fad is over. I like talking about Pokemon Go. Yeah, why not? Yeah, throw it in. Yeah. A few of my colleagues' diaries were a bit empty for tomorrow, so I sent them a message saying, I tried to reshuffle things, but I couldn't, so you guys can go out and play Pokemon Go together. Aww. And I said, thank you for trying, and yes, we will. Actually, they didn't say yes, we will. I know <laughs> one of them probably will, though. Besides, I think if uh, the world, it feels like the world's going to end soon, so why can't we talk about what we want? Yeah. You know? Like, I want to talk about the death of this woman, but, so yeah, let's do it. Yeah, let's... Let's drag people's spirits down. Yeah. Let's crush their souls. Yeah! Let's Let's do it! Let's depress the hell out of all of you. I can't wait. Like, 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 if you'll be bummed as me by the end of this episode, guys. Yeah, <laughs> it'll be like Matt's visit, every Tom, one of them Tom now. And, you guys should have seen it. Tom and bummed me silly just before this episode begun. <laughs> I can't she, bum you. She just I don't said, have the right she material. Said, Chris, lever up that hole because you're about to get bummed. I don't have the correct materials. <laughs> I'm not external, Matt. Chris, sorry. What? Did you just say? I'm, I'm not external, Chris. If you're going to get my name wrong, call me Justin. Hey, are you, are you accusing me of getting your name wrong? Yes. How many, How often do you get my name wrong? None. That's <laughs> just know. absolute bullshit. Shut up, Elizabeth. There's like 100 hours or whatever of footage or audio of us. <laughs> just go through every single one of them. Just tally up how many times you say my name wrong. I don't know what you're talking about, Audrey. Good Dorothy. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Dot. Yeah. Dotty. Dotty. <laughs> Dotty's gone dotty. <laughs> anyway, I think it is time. Yeah, yeah, Tom. I change the subject all the time. <laughs> it, it's it's time for that thing that we call the intro music. Okay. Um, intro music. Talk about stuff. 
Well done, Christopher. Well done. I do try. Yeah. Intro. Intro. Oh, I see. Start stealing my thunder there. <laughs> I just decided to start making zombie noises. <laughs> Slowly descend into it because you don't like it. Speaking of which, I did something the other day and um, I don't normally You do. ate a human being? Well, no, no, I, I don't do that on Halloween. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> but I actually listened to one of our podcasts that, fresh after it was done. And um, I was actually quite pleased with the uh, the Halloween episode that we did. I don't remember it, man. After I finished editing, I don't listen to it again. That may, yeah, I understand that. But <laughs> I, I'm just saying, I thought it was quite good. Um, what did we We talked about stuff that didn't scare me. Yeah. I think, I we, think that was learned, the bulk of learned, it. And we talked about politics, I think. You have absolutely nothing to fear. Oh, no, no, no. I, I've realised now. I was tricked into thinking I was scared of dogs when I was a kid because my parents didn't like them. But you when were, I was around dogs, I was absolutely fine with them. You were so tricked I don't know. into being scared of them. Yeah, because my parents didn't like them. But how did they Because they thought they were you? dirty. Because they would just always say that you're not allowed to go near dogs because they are going to bite you. Oh. But, like, when I was around dogs, I was fine. My gran used to tell me that there was a, when I was naughty, that there was a, an old man that would come up through the floorboards and give me a, a hit me if I was naughty. Yeah, when, when my um, cousin was little, she kept the dummy in her mouth for way too long. Mm -hmm. So we, we, we confiscated it and told her the man next door took it. Oh. And that if, if, he, if she tried to get another dummy, he would take it away or take her away. One of them. Oh, he keeps it in the carcass room. The man next door. Uh. Yeah, okay, it was worse than the man next door. They said something else, but I will not go into that. Okay. Okay. That, that's my PC version of the story. That's some fucked up parenting. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but I, I experienced it as well, so don't worry. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we were both fucked up, so that's all right. Yeah. That's all right. Talking about fucked up. Yeah. Let's talk about this case. Yeah, good on you. Yeah, we can ease into it with fucked up. <laughs> okay, so this week, Chris, do you know what we're talking about this week? Yes. Wait, what are we talking about? Are we talking about a murder? Yeah, of who? It's uh, a story of phone... Well, first let me do this. It's a story of phone ringings, hippies, and kidnapping. Yes, yes it is. You got the gist. But to be fair, I did text you that last week when we were supposed to be doing this. It's, it's Dorothy Jane Scott. Yes, it is Dorothy Jane Scott. Is that the extent of your knowledge? No, no, I actually did look up this woman. Quite interesting, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Uh, it's, I found a clip of... I don't know if it's the real deal, but I did find a clip of a phone call. You know, apparently they were... Well, we'll get into the phone calls soon. But, uh, you know, let's just get into it anyway. Okay, well, let's, let's just give an overview of what actually happened. Mm. Okay, so the date was the 28th of May, 1980. 32-year-old single mother, Dorothy Jane Scott, decided to aid her friend, whose name was Conrad Bostron, probably because my handwriting is atrocious, so I don't actually know what that says, but I think it's Bostron. Yeah. He, he had, like, a black widow bite. Yeah, he, he said it was. he felt like a sharp pain at the back yeah. of his neck. So her and another friend decided to go to the hospital with him because that's the type of person Dot was. I, she, I don't know if she was actually called Dot by her friends, but I, I, for some reason I naturally just said Dot. Wasn't it Pam? Yeah, no, the friend was Pam, but I meant Dorothy. I just called oh, her Dot. gotcha. They took him to the hospital to get him checked out, mm -hmm. and they were finished up about 11pm, so she decided to go and get the car and pull it round. 
and they came out to meet her after they'd finished the paperwork. Mm. So they're waiting around, and the next thing they know, her car is streaming past them, yes. and the headlights are being turned off. And it's all dark, and uh, it just speeds off without them into the night. Yeah, and they waited around for a few hours, uh, thinking that maybe she had some sort of emergency with her son. Mm-hmm. But they'd heard nothing, so they decided to contact the security of the hotel, contact her parents, and the missing uh, person's report was filed. And they found her car engulfed in flames about ten hours later. Didn't they find her that with her skeletal remains? No, no. What, what have you been reading? I, I thought, well, from a source that I read, but it was very light, that they actually found the car quite a few weeks later with her no, skeletal No, 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 it was a few hours. Oh, OK. It was a few hours later. Okay. Um, and it had been set alight so they couldn't gather any evidence of it. Right. And four years later, in around July or August 1984, 84, yeah, it'll be 84, remains were found by construction workers on a road. Um, they were, well, firstly, there were remains of dogs and just under a thin layer of soil, there was her remains. Well, what was identified to be her remains. And one of the main signifiers was a, turqu- a turquoise ring that she used to wear and a watch that had stopped at 12.30am on the 29th of May, 1980. Oh, my God. So a few hours after she disappeared. Yeah. It's always going to be a psycho killer who wants to live him over. Yeah. And, and fuck with And then he, he goes a bit extra, doesn't he? But well, first... he well, it happens. Well, this this possible killer, mm. which is probably the actual killer, not just possible, it probably mm. is. In the months leading up to Dorothy's di- disappearance, she was getting strange phone calls from a man whose mm. voice she thought she may recognise, but she wasn't sure who it was. Mm. Yeah. So sometimes this guy could be happy and kind and sweet. Sometimes he's he's horrible and volatile. Uh, she was actually quite scared for her life. She was taking self-defence classes. She was thinking about buying a gun. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was all in the months leading up to her disappearance. Now, the thing about Dorothy, I'll, I'll tell you this now before we go any further into that. Um, she did work at a hippie commune, I think it was. A was it a hippie commune? I didn't read that. Uh, probably not a commune, but like a hippie group. It's like a... Well, she was like a receptionist or something. But there was this... Uh, it probably didn't took people to just live with them, I'd say, but... She was also supposed to be quite Christian. Uh, she had one kid. Uh, the kid would actually live with the, the parents uh, when she went off to do night shifts and things like that. So it wasn't out of the ordinary it, for her to, you know, go out and work as a single mum. But that did lead to this thought of it could be an old flame or something or a disgruntled lover. Yeah, I was sort of thinking the kid's father because the kid is called Sean, but I've never seen anything about his father. Yeah. I, I, I've tried. I've looked. I don't know whether she was divorced or he, it was like an unplanned pregnancy and he ran off or what. Well, well that, that's what I'm getting at with this is that could she have had a secret life that her parents didn't know about? The thing is with that, right, I have thought about it. Mm. If it was a former lover, surely at some point when you're, you're courting or dating or whatever the young kids call it nowadays, mm. um, you... Well, back in the 1980s, obviously not now. You'd actually speak on the phone. Yeah. So you know what they sound like on the phone. If she was getting all these phone calls from the same person mm-hmm. who was her former lover, she would know who it was. She could easily file a police report. Unless he was hiding his voice or something. I don't know. You never know. But, but yeah, surely... but she recognised his voice. She just didn't know who yeah. he was. And surely she would even suspect as well. 
Okay. Well, that's not even the most fucked up thing about this killer. After her disappearance, almost every Wednesday for the next few years, her her parents, Jacob and Vera, were receiving phone calls from this mystery mystery man. Mm. And they would rage from, is Dorothy home? Or I've killed Dorothy or Dorothy was with me and things like that. So, yeah, this guy was fucked up. Mm. And after her remains were found, he called two more times and asked, is Dorothy home yet? Yeah, that's very sick. Yeah. That's not the only phone call he made, though. Well, you see, the police wanted to keep a wrap on this. Because they, for some reason, they didn't want the spotlight shun on a missing person when actually maybe it's probably... It's either a good thing for them because people might recognise them or a bad thing because the, the kidnapper might just kill them. So I never really know which way to think about it when, like, all these kidnapping cases go, like, mass publicised. Because, like, just like that Madeleine McCann, okay, like, like, the moment that media latched onto it, I was like, yeah, I know they're helping trying to find her, but they probably signed a death warrant. Well, by that point, they knew she was dead, didn't they? Well, no, because um, this was, no, 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 well, I'm, I'm, I'm not talking about the after her remains were found. Oh, right. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, I was about to say, I was about to say, because if, if it was just a, a typical killer who just wants to kill, they're, they're doing it for the publicity, they're not doing it for, to maintain a living, a resource, but... Like like at Madeline McCain, they don't want to be publicised. They don't want to be found because they want this kid. But if it's to, just to kill, not even to keep uh, this person as a prize, it's yeah. They they just want it for the for the glory of mm. being a killer. Yeah. So, so so you actually probably have a point because Dorothy and her parents weren't the only people contacted by this killer. Mm. So like I said, the police wanted to keep it under wraps, but after a couple of weeks went by and they had no sign of Dorothy, they they had no evidence to say that she was dead alive or whatnot um her her father decided to go to the local press and tell their story about what had happened and what she was had been going through and after that the killer contacted pat riley who was the editor of the santa anna register which is a local paper in their area and he said and i quote i killed her i killed dorothy scott she was my love. I caught her cheating with another man. She denied having someone else. I killed her. And he also claimed that Dorothy actually called him from the hospital to come and get her. Oh. Uh, which Pam denies because she says that Dot never left her side until she went to get the car. So I, I, I just uh, scream shenanigans because no one's going to out themselves like that. I'm an old disgruntled lover. And then people are going to be like, well, let's just look that up then. Um, unless you kept it completely secret, people would... But you can't see your phone <clears throat> records. Exactly. There's always going to be some sort of trail. So he's, the way I see it, he's trying to throw them off the trail or something, you know? I think two ways about it. This guy was an acquaintance of Dorothy's and oh. he was obsessed with her. And she didn't really see it. Well, she barely knew him. Yeah. And barely interacted with him, which is why she only recognised his voice a little bit. She didn't know who was straight off the bat. Yeah. Which I know that people sound different on the phone, but if it's someone you know intimately, you're, you're going to know who they are on the phone. Yeah. Just the manner of speaking, you get, you get it. You know, yeah. So I think that it might have been an acquaintance that had some sort of obsession with Dorothy mm. and hence everything that's going on. And he, maybe in his mind, he thought he was in a relationship with her, I saw her flirting say, with like, another yeah. man uh, or saw her with another man and decides he, that made him lose it. That old lich who probably, uh, like, 
thinks that they've got something going on just because she's nice to him. You get people like that, actually. Yeah, you get some... they get really clingy just because you're yeah. nice to them. Like, uh, even, not even just relationships, just people. Yeah. Like, you know when you're in school and you decide to be nice to the kid that everyone is horrible to or doesn't actually speak to, mm-hmm. and then you realise, oh, shit, that, that person's going to be hanging around with me for five years. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to switch. Exactly di- I'm going to go to a different college. Like it does happen. Like you get people that have a girl that's just nice to them for a little bit, just just a simple hello, you know. Oh yeah, I think and we've all known that. Yeah, and then they'll take that as a um, a sign, a sign that or flirtation. Maybe I need to kick it up a notch, you know, yeah. or something like that. But um, it's it's this is I can see that happening in the psychopathic circles. Yeah, so I, I like that for the idea. I think that's so probably it's it's feasible that that could have happened. It's just the phone calls to the parents mm. that's just that didn't spirited. seem to fit his mo because that fits a serial killer's mo or a murderous killer, not someone that was just in love with a woman and he was hurt. Because why would he bother going that extra mile and contacting the parents? And why would that be the only thing that he said? Because he could have easily said, your daughter's a slut, your daughter's a whore, if that's what he actually felt. Again, this is where human shitness comes into it. Because even if the killer was like that, there's no telling that's actually the killer. It could be a glory seeker. You know, you get some people who, as soon as they get some information about a murder that's happened, they want to be in on it. Like, you remember the Yorkshire Ripper? Yeah, and how there were there was that fame that guy who was famous for uh, leading the police off the case just because he wanted to be the voice of the Ripper and have his yeah. own. Yeah, so like, and I we've seen like that. We even see day to day with like uh, stolen valor and things like that. People want to pretend or be part of something big, uh, and they'll do it in that regard, and it, it, it gives them a rush as well as the killer. So you know, it's, yeah. it's, it, and I'm not saying it happens, but it's just you know, it's very hard when you put a story out there which is available to the public. It's... Yeah, but yeah, but the police genuinely, that's their only suspect is the person that's making the phone calls. Mm. But they've no way to track it. And I don't know if they have the original number, because, yeah, it could be a burner phone. I mean, like, did 1471 work in America in the 1980s? Who knows? Mm. Could you do private number? I thought you could have tracked them back then. You know? Well, no, you can't trace it. Mm. But then again... Not everything, because nobody, not everyone had like mobile phones, did they? Like a lot of it was landline, so you can track a landline. It would have been located to a, a residence or something. Like uh, they could have checked up, you know, do some old school police work and yeah, uh, so get the I yellow pages out or something. Or... Yeah, because wouldn't it have just been easier back then to track a person through phone records? Because uh, ironically, we yeah. couldn't just buy credit. We couldn't just buy a SIM card, put some credit on it, and mm. uh, stick it in a phone I and mean, get rid of it after you're done with it. It's more paperwork, but at the same time, you're sure to get an actual address because there was no such thing as PPI. Uh, there was no such thing as, uh, uh, you know, it, there was no internet and there was no mobile usage. You know, it was it was literally just, if you've got a phone, unless it's a, a pay phone, you know, you're pretty much golden. So No, but pay phone, wouldn't that be even harder to conceal because it's all public record? Quite a pay phone. Like, that, you know, the, the, the number of the pay phone and everything like that. No, I mean, like, anyone could use a pay phone. Yeah. But, I mean, you could pinpoint where a payphone is. Yeah, but who's to say the killer didn't go to an entirely different state just to do it? Mm. Yeah, maybe. And if anything, it'd be wasting resources just in, in on the off shot that he's in that neighbourhood, you know. Yeah. I had another theory. So it could be Dorothy, someone that's obsessed with Dorothy, or 
It could be someone that just had a vendetta against the family. Be that. Just be that. It, as a whole, mainly her parents or whatever, or her the father of her son, or someone connected yeah. to her, which is why they drew out the torture of her family. There have been records of fucked up stories where there have been, uh, it could be, it has been family members and just random anonymous members of the public that have had vendettas against people for years, uh, harassing them over phones. There was one, actually, uh, a very famous case. I can't remember the guy's name, but I'll mention him again on the next podcast. It was this Mexican man who had the same prank caller, prank call him uh, with death threats and everything, every day for 20 years. Bloody hell. Like, yeah. some people need to get a life. Well, that's the thing. That's when you realise that you're not dealing with someone who's just in it for the rush, that there's actually something wrong with the person who's doing it, like mentally wrong, because it's like an obsession at that point. It's like a, a chore and they have to do it. Yeah. But at the same time, it also means you do get the potential for human shitness to come out when these things matter, you know? Yeah. So I think it might be just has an ad vendetta against family. Uh. And another reason for that is because I couldn't find a date of like death or, you know, an estimated date of death, not date of death, time slash date of death uh. for her. Uh, I'm assuming all they found were the bare bones because it had been four years. And all they had to go on was the watch stopping at 12.30 the following day. Well, a few hours after, a couple, an hour and a half after she'd been missing, gone missing. Because hmm. she left at about 11, didn't she? Yeah. So that's all I'm going by because I have no idea whether the estimated time of death is like a year after that, a few days after that. Because if this guy was in love with her and had thought through about kidnapping her and thought that really through and he was obsessed wouldn't he have wanted to spend you know time with her before mm. he he offed her and twelve thirty a.m that seems he's he only had her for like an hour and a half to be fair you, you're trying to understand the mentality of buffalo bill here mm. some of these psychopaths will consider uh, releasing them as killing them or time spent with them as just their body or they, they might have been having a fucked up opinion that spending time with them is releasing their soul and spending time with the soul instead or something you know? mm, maybe. Or, or they just actually killed her kept the body and that way he could be in con control completely oh, lovely um, another thing that irks me is that it was found just below dog bones so do you think the dog belonged to the killer and he just thought that she was the same as the killer, the same value as the dog? I, I don't know. Like, he, these because killers... that would mean that he didn't think that much of her. So that I, I doubt a person I that mean, was supposed to be in love with her would do that. It's a lot of symbolism for this killer. to Like, killers are into that sort of shit anyway. But killers are also very scared that their subtlety won't be caught on. So maybe, because it's like a very obvious symbol, but... Yeah, because I, I don't think it'd be a, a coincidence. Because it was a, it's supposed to be like a really, really thin layer mm. of soil between her, her bones and the dog. So if someone, a random person, somehow happens upon this gravesite and digs and just misses the bones, dumps his dog in there and just buries it, mm. that's a really, 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 really weird coincidence yeah true that they pick a site where there's a dead body already it's not leakin park so yeah i feel like the dog must have been the killer well the dog must have been the killer the killer <laughs> must have had the dog <laughs> <laughs> that would be very very talented dog if that was the killer Final bones yeah yeah the bone collector <laughs> yeah yeah i suppose so i mean uh, I, I i believe in that theory as well to be honest because 
killers like this, they're always going through some sort of like theatrical way, you know. They never come forward. They want to be the next Zodiac killer, so they, they want their subtlety, but they also don't want to get caught. So we only heard one last phone call from him on the day where she was found. Yeah, just afterwards. So he was obviously right on it. He was on the case. Like, he knew when they were fine. Did they actually advertise in the paper when she was found or something? I don't know. They must have done, because it was a bit of a big deal. Yeah. So at least locally they must have done. It's weird. So I, also, maybe this guy must have been a local then, seeing as though it only got picked up by the local news initially, and they're the ones that he contacted. Hmm. So I doubt he would have been driving from another state because he wouldn't get the news there. I mean, they don't have the internet. You can't just log on to the Santa Ana register onto the website. Maybe that's what the dad was thinking. Possibly. Yeah, like if I can pin track how quickly he gets his news, I can... Uh finding myself but it's it's sad really because he sounds like he was frustrated with the police and, it wouldn't be like if know. that was your daughter mm. it's, uh, it's a shame but at the same time it's something like this I ju- it just makes me hate killers even more because they're like childish thrill seekers they they want that little bit of fame that you know that one time you made the class laugh in high school yeah. And it's like, that never left. You need that craving again. Like, oh, look at everyone's talking about me or, you know. See, see, this is why I think I might be a bit of a sociopath. I think about that last, hating the killer. Whereas, mm. like, first that I think it was, like, so interesting. I wish I could get oh, into no, his no, mind. Oh, no, no, they are interesting. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I love reading about killers. I do. I sound so weird and people look at me so weird, like regular people that have okay social boundaries. I, I'm, I'm very shit at that. But you can still find something horrible interesting you know like that's why we that's why we still learn about hitler because like he's a horrible person but it's but just, he made some really nice paintings he made lovely paintings yeah so it's fascinating <laughs> yeah it's funny how all the painters in his well all the painters now they seem to be hiding dark secrets isn't it you got, i think it's the artist's way isn't it uh, you got a they're, they're literally building a facade exactly literally in oils or like in pictures or motion pictures or music, <laughs> got and Robinson, they're hiding their Hitler. demons. Oh. oh, Rolf Harris. Oh, what a wanker. Yeah, I knew I'd bring around a paedophile somehow. Bill Crosby. Does he paint? I don't know. Well, he may, he, he's an entertainer <laughs> of sorts. He's an artist. He's an artist in sorts, yeah. Yeah, the, what frustrates me about Bill Crosby is, Crosby is he's going to get off because of statue limitations. I think he already did. No, he's getting off because of statute limitations. Because these scarred young women oh, yeah, were too frightened to come out at the time it's and so decide to come back, come out later when they realised they had more support and it was happening to a load of them. That rule needs to be changed for... There uh, shouldn't for, be statute of limitations exactly. for, for child abuse or abusing because if it scars you for the rest of your life... Of course you're not going to It affects you for the rest, for the rest exactly. of your life. If, if you're told it's normal or something, of course you're not going to come forward. You know, this shit needs to change. Or if it's shame. Mm. Like, that's the thing. A lot of pedophiles, people think they're gay, but no, they target boys because there's more shame for boys to have been abused by another man. Yeah, it's horrible. I I was also watching Spotlight recently, so that's also, yeah, another thing that has irked me somewhat. Spotlight. You know, the film that was out recently, well, not recently, it was the Oscar movie. The 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 one with Michael Shannon? No, that was the, the one with Michael oh, Keaton. Oh, fuck yeah, that was good. That was such a good movie. I was watching it while I was at work, and I should have been working, and I just sat there open-mouthed, and I was just like, oh, 
I, I, I love fucking God. That's real journalism. Yeah. And then it made me wonder why I decided, to, why I, I, I gave up writing and stopped wanting to do all that stuff and, like, change the world and shit. Yeah. And then I realised I'm not capable and I don't have the attention span. Yeah, it's the same here. Yeah, to keep up a weekly basis as well. I mean, for something like maybe crack.com, but on a, an actual proper news panel, you know, yeah. I don't know. Because look at us, we're like 40 minutes in. It took us 20 minutes to get to the topic. And we've already we've already drifted off and started talking about something completely different. Well, I'm sure I'd keep on track of things if I was getting paid, but... No, but yeah, we're paying £85 a year to do this, for crying out loud. Uh, yeah, you guys I'm... owe me money. Uh, well, oh, do I? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I completely Let's... forgot. Let's I was talk... supposed to take it from you in July. Let's talk about this off camera. <laughs> Off podcast, off mic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so anyway, this guy, <laughs> we've gone so far. <laughs> Unless there's like a deathbed confession, I don't think we're going to find out who this is because the police have nothing. We have no well, evidence. They had no suspects. Their only suspect was the guy on the phone, and they didn't know who he was. Oh, well, this is back. And they had no way to track him. What the sixties, eighties, eighties, probably. So the guy feasibly could be, still be alive. I mean, there's every reason that he would be. I mean, it wasn't that long ago. Yeah. Uh, what about it was 30, what, 36 years ago? Uh, the scary thing is, he was right there with her in the car. And they, As he the was friends, past their friends. Yeah, and the friends were so just there. And they obviously didn't know what was going on. They They had no idea. They just looked at it thinking, what's going on? You know, oh, that's horrible. Yeah. But then, like... It's weird to me that something like this hasn't happened again then. Mm. Okay, it's good that hasn't happened again. I mean, I'm <laughs> glad for any women that he would have targeted. But doesn't it feel like something that would happen again? Like, it's that person with that frame of mind, which is why I think it must be something to do with the whole family of Vendetta, and he settled the score. Maybe, yeah, but maybe yeah. he was just... It's even down to maybe he was that one Joe who needed that one kill... And he found the perfect person for it, and that's no, but, like, but he must have enjoyed it, which is why he did the phone calls. So mm. after that body was found, I don't understand why he wouldn't have done another one. Well, how do we because know he, he clearly enjoyed it? How do we know he didn't try? Because again? we would hear about the women that went missing after being like hounded with phone calls, and how her parents are constantly being hounded with phone calls now as well. I'm just saying, like, he could have killed someone else, but not maintained the same M.O. Well, to be fair, there was a murder connected to this. Oh? I've completely forgotten <laughs> what her name was. I really should have written it down somewhere. Mm. Um, if you hold on one second, and I will see if I have it here okay. somewhere. Just bear with me one moment, Christopher. No I'll see if I wrote it down or took a snap of it on my laptop. So, did you find that woman? Did I find that woman? I mean, we took a musical interlude. Maybe that's how we sort out the editing. Let's have some sort of musical interlude. Oh, yes, I would love that. What music do you want? You know what? You came up with the idea, so if you want, you can have the first one. Well, I don't... Ooh, could I... we make this a thing? Well, we have a musical interlude when we're Googling something. Oh, that would be so good. 
But then again, it's more editing, so obviously, like... I don't mind that bit, because that bit's actually quite fun. I just hate cutting out all the ums and ahs and the clicking and the lip smacking and everything you and Matt do. I think that that is a super idea and it keeps people kind of interested and we can have fun with it. Well, because we did that early on, didn't we, when you had to... For the Trolls one, because you went off and had your potatoes and we had Cindy Lauper. Oh, brilliant. (laughs) I remember that throwback. Did you did you actually play Cindy Lauper? Yeah, but girls just want to have fun. Oh, I didn't see that. Bit. And sometimes oh, wait, no, I tack yeah, on I some music at the end. You should listen to some of the episodes, I Chris. Think, I think I did hear that one. Because it was one of the earlier ones we did before we even started airing these. Oh, so good. Yeah. No, because sometimes I put music at the end as well, if you guys have been talking about. Like, you know, the Womble song, the Wombat, I don't know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> No, I didn't see that, but I remember you talking about yeah, it. Yeah, I, I sometimes I tack them on the end. So what music should our musical interlude be? Going, something... We're currently talking about what the listeners have already listened to. <laughs> uh, what, um, wait, what? <laughs> because we're coming back after the music, but we're currently deciding what the music's going to be. <laughs> um, this could all be cut out, but uh, this, uh, uh, yeah, so, should it have something to do with the theme? Um, the theme of the episode is... Hippies, but also kidnapping. Um, no. Okay. Should we just have elevator music in there? Yeah, all right. <laughs> okay. Really cheesy shit as well. Yeah. Or like, uh, I was going to say the music that you have when you're on hold, but it's always some shit actual music now, song. Like, uh, if you from like annoy... Justin Bieber or One Direction yeah. or something. If you want to annoy people, play the uh, home office uh music that you get on the phone when you when you're in the um oh, what's it called the national insurance line listen i'm not a fucking monster <laughs> thank you <laughs> it's horrible. But, but i know sometimes i may seem it but i'm not i i don't hate people yeah. that much you don't go all the way to 11 no no you're you're fine at yeah. 10.9 aren't you <laughs> yeah yeah so you're a fucking hypocrite <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm a, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be Hitler. I won't be Stalin. All right. Ah, oh, did they ever have any theme music for the opening of that Hitler sitcom? Uh, Hail, honey, I'm home. Yeah. You remember that? <laughs> 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 oh, that was so bad. But I think they did. Um, <laughs> uh, no, you know no, what? Wait. I'm not cutting this shit out. That's fine. But like, <laughs> I don't think it did. I think it was just. It would have, like, one of those kind of, you know, the, um... Beep, 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 oh, okay, I can't use that. But not like that. It was, like, its own version of that. And it, he'd just start by going, Hell, honey, I'm home! I'd be like, fucking hell. I feel like what we should do is put, like, the extenders theme music in that, like, the regular I, one. Because of dots. No, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah and I was at just the end, we'll earlier. do the sad one when someone dies. Oh, my, that's... That's such a fucking deep English joke. I want you to do it. <laughs> I'm so Only English. Of, of all the, the few people that watch our show, even fewer are going to get that. <laughs> yeah. But the ones that do, the Not ones that do, understand. will be fans for life. <laughs> because it's like, Right, we'll speak to them easily. And not you've got three levels to bypass, so you have people that actually listen to the show, <laughs> people that get the joke, and people that like the joke. So <laughs> anyone still listening after that, I'll be very impressed. Okay, Chris, we've just talked about what they've already heard. Yeah. So this is very Inception-y for me. That film was all right. I like Inception. <laughs> I need to watch it. Oh, uh, yeah, time. I was hoping to, I want to binge on, like, Lord of the Rings at some point. 
I started that, but I got to halfway through episode two, and I uh, OD'd on Boromir. <laughs> okay, um, so we should probably get back to it. Back to it. Okay, yeah. so there is a tenuous link for Dorothy's murder and another person's murder. There's actually not a lot here. Um, so this other lady, she's also from California. Mm. Oh, I forgot to mention Dorothy's from Anaheim, Anaheim, California. This lady is, her name is Patricia Jean Snyder. Right. She's from Pedley, California. She disappeared on July 31st in 1982. She was 25 at the time, so not that much younger than uh, Dorothy. She was like 32, so it's only seven years. She was a waitress. But after her shift at about 3.45 a.m. on the uh, 31st of July, she had made a phone call saying that her car had broken down and a clerk at that place saw two men waiting in the parking lot while Schneider was making her phone call. And that's the last that anyone has ever seen from her. Oh, that's and weird. about between uh, this is what the link is so around 5 or 6 a.m so again a few hours after her disappearance the oh. sheriff found her car not that far away but again set ablaze oh my gosh yeah but that's i think the only link between that is the cars being set on set on fire which isn't actually that unusual when it comes to criminals Mm, but at the same time, like, it was late night, they didn't find the body either. Or if they did, they didn't find it in the car. And it sounds like another kidnapping, doesn't it? Yeah, it's definitely in, another in kidnapping. I mean, it's in class, she's endangered missing. Hmm. And it, it wasn't that long after Dorothy Jane Scott. Oh, so it was around the same time. So that does sound quite familiar. Well, I don't know if there was any creepy phone calls or anything. I don't know about her family. I mean, I don't actually know much about this case at all. There's actually not all that much on the internet about it. Uh-huh. But um, I did... Well, the only reason I picked up on that name is because I found one... I read a few articles about Dorothy and one article mentioned Patricia Jean Schneider. Huh. Wow. Yeah. I do my due diligence, Christopher. Well, you did it just now. Yeah. Yeah. But well done. Yeah. That's... um. Good snooping work there, T. Yeah, I went too extra. That, that probably has nothing to do with Dorothy, but I figured I should... Because it did sound serial killer-esque, what happened mm. to Dor- Dorothy. So I just I wanted to explore all avenues, really. That's true. But I don't think that's a credible link, really. I just thought I'd throw it in there. I think the only reason I'm so enamoured with it is because you've read out the similarities... And so far, yeah, that does sound quite similar, but I'm guessing... Well, the only thing similar is that they were in, like... Uh, actually, they're not that close. She's 32, she's 25, mid-20s, early 30s with a child. So they're not that similar. How many other factors are there to see on how similar there is? Because everything else seems to be uh, a direct copy. Well, no. Well, 3.45 at her place of work. It could have just uh, been an opportunist or someone that comes in, a customer... Whereas Dorothy, someone must have been following her, I'm assuming. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, she was clearly getting stalked because... Oh, yeah, another thing I forgot to mention, the kid... Well, the killer slash stalker slash phone call person. When he was calling Dorothy, he was actually commenting on activities that she'd gotten up to. So it was clear that he was following her. Oh. I can't believe I completely forgot to mention that. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Just after I gave you the snooping award. Yeah. Oh. Fuck, my flies open. <laughs> <laughs> I just, oh, God, how long was that? Talk about like that? a snoopy droopy. 
That doesn't even mean anything. It does now. (laughs) A Snoopy Droopy. I just imagine the saddest penis in the world. (laughs) Anyway, hopefully no one in public saw that. (laughs) Anyway. um, Yeah, so Snoopy... Dorothy... (laughs) It sounds like she... um, It sounds like... To me, it sounds like a similarity, but... Again, that's me coming on from the very fresh end of it, you know. Yeah, so. but I, I, I think I genuinely the only similarity I can see is the car burning, which isn't that unusual when like a crime has been committed. It's not unusual. It's just the timing. Nineteen eighty-two. Nineteen eighty-two, and the fact they're having the same area. Didn't find the body. Another woman late at night. You know. But, the but phone then again, calls. It's, that's such a uh, common style of crime anyway, so... Yeah. I just can't get past the phone calls, though. Yeah. Like, I yeah. feel like he would have done phone calls to Patrick. That's what kind of gives it its... Well, I don't want to say paranormal aspect, but that creep factor. Yeah. No offence to, like, Dorothy or her family or anything like that. But if it wasn't for the phone calls, we wouldn't be that interested in it. Exactly, yeah. I mean, it, it, that's the reason we, we're not talking about that other crime in yeah. California. Yeah. You know? That and there's not much to talk about. Do you think maybe he thought the phone calls drew the police too close to him or well they didn't really. Did they, they didn't. But... I mean he was pretty smart. I just don't understand how the police can't try because I understand he wasn't on the f- phone long enough to trace the call, but they must have been able to get some sort of number or read on him. I'm sure they, they must, must have been, been able something. to narrow a location. Maybe they realised the damage that given all this information to the media does and secretly they could I always, it always makes you think like when you have some hackers online that call that become newsworthy or you know um, crimes or even just drugs and stuff. The papers will tell you how they did it, or they'll give information on uh, what police tactics are doing to track them down. I think to myself, well, don't say that because you've got to give away your tactics on how to get in the future. They'll avoid it, you know. Yeah, like because I once a, re- a few months ago I had to do research on you know, different scam artists and different yeah. scams and stuff. And by the end of my day, I could probably I could probably steal a lot of money. Why did you research on that for? It's classified, Christopher. Oh, you, is it something to be with TV? Possibly. Fantastic. I'll be looking out Possibly. for that Possibly. Well, we'll see. <laughs> Possibly. Possibly. But, yeah, by the end of the day, I could probably could shoplift. I could probably scam money out of an old lady. Because you've been to... told to, how to do exactly. it by the papers. I wasn't just looking up ways of avoiding it. I was looking up ways that they actually did it yeah so they could, so we, i could help figure out how to avoid it so who knows maybe this is a rare opportunity where um it wasn't a known technology and police could do it but they just did, didn't disclose it to the media because the media is a blabbermouth or something yeah maybe they did catch it maybe that's why no, they didn't calls. catch him clearly because it would have been it's embarrassing that they yeah. didn't catch him <laughs> sorry i don't know why i said that it's but... embarrassing that they didn't catch him if they caught yeah, him they would be singing it off the rooftops yeah, it's like giving away their techniques. This is how we did it. Yeah. And the only reason he went to the press in the first place is because the police were def- genuinely getting nowhere. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't, we would all do it, wouldn't we? Pretty much. Like, yeah, you want to, you hope that the police can help you, but if they can't, you're going to do anything you can to get back your loved one. Oh, you'd be so upset, you wouldn't even be thinking straight either. Yeah. So that's for people with empathy anyway, Tarbin. I understand empathy. <laughs> you understand the How idea. How do you think I can pretend that I actually give a shit about what any of you guys say? <laughs> it's acting. Yeah, I'm very good at that. Maybe I should have done drama instead of <laughs> film and television. <laughs> yeah, you would have been the best. Well, I could feign 
emotions. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. I do and, that, JJ. I'm like I'm a method actor. And your sociopathic nature, you would have been on top. Yeah, well, I just I, I understand feelings, right? <laughs> I don't know what to do with them. Like when someone has told me that someone has died or something like that, I don't actually know what to say or what to feel. You're, you're like, literally, oh, okay. you're uh, literally that, okay. red, red Riding Hood hopping along. You meet the wolf and you say, I've got this basket of fucks to give, <laughs> but I don't know what to do with them at all. <laughs> like, like, literally. Uh, oh. Oh, that's the perfect metaphor for you. <laughs> what, Red Riding Hood? Just because I yeah. just stuffed it as it was. I have a bunch of fucks. What do I do with them? <laughs> and do you want one? <laughs> I can give you one if you want, sure. Um. <laughs> because that's what normal people do. They ju- they show generosity, do they not, Christopher? In the in the shape of <laughs> Facebook thumbs ups. That, yeah, yeah. People will help people, and they encourage people to do things, mm. even even when they're not very good at them. Yeah, yeah. Or even when it's a very bad idea. That's what I don't understand. Why do people encourage other people to do things when it's a very bad idea? And not so much about that. It's about being truthful, and just by being truthful. You might not see it as being empathetic, but in a way it is being logical to some people, but at the same time it's also not bullshitting the person that they care about. So it's, if anything, you'd be more nicer than the person who's just a yes man or a yes woman. The more people push me to be emotional around them, the more I dislike them. Well, you mean people that try to make you convey an emotion? Yeah. And yet you convey one all the time. Of anger and sarcasm. Yes. (laughs) So, I think, if anything, you should be a self-hater. Oh, fuck, man. If, <laughs> if Matt shows up, like, dead, yeah. people are going to yeah. think it's me, aren't they? Probably. Yeah. Um, he's <laughs> not making first. appearance. Cause, I'll be top of the list. Uh, yeah, because even I'm starting to get a bit suspicious. Because he's not been around. Where and is I'm, he now? Oh, I don't know. Like, I, thought you, I thought you left him in a ditch or something. <laughs> Okay, the thing is, right, I can't actually... Not dead, of course. (laughs) The thing is, I yeah, like, sometimes I might sound a bit creepy, right? But I can't actually be a killer because I'm too fucking lazy. (laughs) Everybody is safe. I swear we've said that once before. Like, it's such a great experience as well. Like, I can't kill anyone because I'll admit it, mate, I'm too fucking lazy to be a killer. I just cannot be bothered with that shit. I aim to be a killer, but I can't (laughs) because they have much more will than I do. Yeah. You have to think about everything, right? Yeah. I mean, the easy way to do it is kill them through poison, but then you have to get rid of the body or try and use a poison that doesn't look like a poison when they do a tox <laughs> screening. Or the other thing is that you can actually physically kill them, but then I'm very weak. And yeah. I'd have to overpower someone. And then again, have to get rid of the body. Yeah. Either way, you're going to have to cover, not just kill the person, but cover it up. It seems like a, a lot. Yeah. It's a big job. It's I can't lot, be like, bothered with it. Strug- you struggle just, like, I'll just kidnap them because I can't bother to kill them. But then you've yeah. got those goody two-shoe killers that poison, they chop them up, they, they, they'll they burn a car. The car probably didn't even belong to the victim. They just burned a car. Yeah. Why not? It's overperforming. And we're there, sat with this person, trying to choke them, but they're just not dying. And it's like, <laughs> oh, I'm getting tired now, but you know what I look like. So I'm the type what, what of person that will get, go home, right? And all I have to do is, I don't have to do anything. I can turn the TV on, right? And all I have to do is get changed in my pyjamas. But sometimes yeah. I will sit there. I've sat there literally for, like, half an hour because I can't be bothered to do anything. Yeah. Like, that's in my own home. Yeah. Like, not even half un- get undressed. And I told you, I can't be bothered to watch my TV anymore because the remote doesn't work. Well, that that's the thing. Like, once you 
Because when you're working a lot, once you no, give it just, a time... Not even when I'm working. Sometimes on my days off, I just can't be bothered. Well, no, that's, that's what I'm getting at. Like, you work all the time. Like, when you do get your days off, that time is so sacred that anything you do, you want to make sure it's the best of your time. And Which, for me, is doing nothing. I can't watch normal TV because that's a waste of fucking time. It, it really is. Like, I can't put on a, a TV, unless it's David Attenborough, and I'm just, it's, I can only even watch David Attenborough at two in the morning, because what else are you going to watch? But, you know, if it's not good, if it's the fucking one show, it better have oh, Jeremy bullshit. Irons on it. Who watches the one show? Well, sometimes it's background noise, but if, if it does have Jerry Irons on it, or, or like Charles Dance or something yeah, good, you YouTube I don't give it a later. Shit. You don't need to watch the whole fucking thing. I'm not going to type that into YouTube. No. Okay, no, neither would I. I I'm a hypocrite, though, because I watch bollocks on YouTube, so... But it's what it entertains me, so... I don't really watch YouTube. Like, sometimes I go on there to listen to some music. Yeah. But even that, I don't really do that often, because I don't really listen to much music. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, even music as well. Like, I, I, I don't listen to modern artists. I don't listen to modern songs anymore. Me either. I, I barely ever download music or listen to new music. I barely know about the state of the music industry. There are artists that I keep hearing about that I've never heard a single one of their songs, and I'm sort of uh, glad. Like The weekend when I find I still what no he looks like? I who he is. I just realised he's mixed race. And he's one person. He's one person. I thought it was a band. I'll tell you this now, Tom. You've probably never seen him before, but he's basically a mixed race guy, and he has this giant tarantula continuously attacking his head. That's the weekend. Yeah, I only recently just figured out he was in a band. He wasn't. I a thought band. it was a band because yeah. he's called the Weekend. Yeah, that's he's a band's the name. Weekend. Where it's is the, the E speed. in it though? Because it's Week ND. <sighs> There's. It's not Weekend. It's Weekend D. My. Only interaction now with pop or anything current is through the Dan Anthology series on YouTube, and that's when a guy melds. I don't even know what that is. Basically, he melds all the trend, the songs of that year, seventy songs into one six-minute track, and it's actually really fantastic. And it actually makes you want to look those songs up. But even so, like he always makes it better than the actual songs are. So that's usually my only interaction with it. And maybe Will I Am will do an advert for some gadget or something, but I fucking hate Will I Am every time I see a pretentious bastard. My only interaction with new music is actually old music. Yeah, same. Yeah, like I don't listen to anything that posts, other than like certain bands that I follow generally. Like, mm. so I, have, I follow them on, like, Twitter and stuff, so I know when they've got a song out and I will listen to it. But yeah. general new artists and things like that, and which is a good thing, because every time I do just dip my toe in it, dip my toe in it, I, I, I don't like what I hear. But, yeah, I just end up listening to discovering old music or old musicians mm. or people no one gives a shit about, like, people that were on YouTube and they've done a exactly. few songs and put it up there, and that's not, that's it. That's got, They've exactly. gone on with their life. I, I remember when um, Tom would try and get me to listen to a band he liked, a new rock band, and I thought, "Oh Christ, here we go." I, I don't, I don't care. I, <laughs> I, I, I'm not listening to Kings of Leon at the moment. I'm certainly not listening to these guys. Oh, uh, but Kings of Leon are quite, actually quite great. Yeah, I know they're good, but again, when they're releasing the new albums or something, I'm not, I'm not current, so I'm not going to be oh, listening to them. I'm not that them for... current. Like I will, I, 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 I do become aware that they've done something new. But I only yeah. actually listen to it like a year or so after it's come out. 
Ironically, I start to like songs, yeah, exactly, like that, maybe two or three years after it's happened. It's that nostalgic value, because you remember where you were when you heard it on the radio or at work. And I don't listen to the radio, that's another thing. I don't find music because I don't search for it or just have the radio playing. If I'm listening to music, it's music that I've chosen. Radio 4's nice. Um, I watch Komodo Mayo and they have a playlist. I watch Komodo Mayo. I listen to Komodo Mayo and they have a playlist that they update and stuff and they play music sometimes on their podcasts. I love Mark Commode. Oh, me too. I love Stephen Mayer. We're like mm. a un-PC, unknowledgeable, because unknowledgeable isn't a word, yeah. a version of Commode Mayer. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Or what's all... So we're, u- we're a useless version of Commode Mayer. Or, uh, like what you said, a useless and English version of Siskel and Herbert. What's Siskel and Ebert? What's his last name? It's Ebert, isn't it? Roger Ebert. Or a English useless... And human version of Bert and Ernie. Yeah. That actually fits more with Bert and Ernie. Who's yeah, Bert and who's Ernie? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm Bert. Okay, so I'm, I'm Ernie. One. Yeah, mate. But I, then again, I'm always the happy one. So. <laughs> no, do we pick a trio just in case? Matt's there. Yeah. He could be Elmo. <laughs> <laughs> Can I be the Swedish chef from the Sesame yeah, Street? Yeah, cool. Then. You do that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can't cook, won't cook. Anyway, um, I'm just going to say let's continue because I'm going to have too much fun with this. Um, (laughs) If we were Komodo Mayo, like they've got that producer Robin, so one of us could be him. That oh wait, no, I'm thinking of um, that really annoying woman on film now. You know, oh Claudia Winkleman. Yes. Oh God, I stopped watching it because like she seems like a nice enough person, right? But, oh my yeah, God, is she annoying. mind-numbingly annoying? I just want to poke my eyes out when she's There's on TV. There's been times, I swear, she doesn't know what she's talking about. Really? No, like, she, she'll she get... The, the, she doesn't, but sometimes why did she, she doesn't get know the, the job? F- I don't know! Like, she's just... Uh, but she's not sociopath. She does seem like a nice person. No, no, she but... seems like a nice person, but I don't like it. Because she's too excitable, and she's too nice, and she's too sweet, and, like, I just can't deal with it. And that fucking fringe, and those eyes are real, and, you know. Her eyes are a bit, like, she, I think it's the makeup, though. It is the makeup, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, I, she seems like a lovely person. I'm not trying to knock her, but it's a prop more of a knock on me. I can't stand it. Yeah. I, I'm just a terrible person, aren't I? No, no, no. <laughs> I, I, you, I had the same exact, my mum says the same thing, like, she is just annoying. Yeah, but I like your mum. Yeah, she's cool. I like everyone else's mum. Yeah, they're cool. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I like Lana's mum, she's my favourite. I think she sounds quite funny. You've not met her mum, have you? Sometimes I am her mum. (laughs) Put that towel or a shawl over my head, I'm just like... (laughs) <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> That's the impression of her mum. Yeah, I'm, I'm just going for the most. Like... I've got, I'm going to see her mum in a few weeks. I'm going to make a listen to this. <laughs> yeah, go on. <laughs> I just literally, I go for like uh, um, the most the, the most Arabic thing I could think of, and that's like a, a shawl around my head. You can't even see. I just got it over my nose. I'm just like. <laughs> You know, my name is a fucked up version of my parents' Arabic. <laughs> you know, the Quran's in Arabic, right? Yeah. So my name... Okay. My name is supposed to be from the Quran, right? But, but it's, it's not. They, they, decide to, they decide to be Asian and change it up a little bit. So, so what was your in the Quran, Quran? It's, it's, you say Tarmihim. But my oh, name cool. is not Tarmihim, is it? 
pardon me him. Yeah. So instead, I'm Tarmim. And like I don't understand how my parents came up with it. I'm going to have to start calling you that. Tarmim. Tarmim. Don't, because like whenever I hear that, I haven't done Arabic since I was a kid. Whenever I hear that, I just hear the end of that sentence. Bless you, Tarmim. Tarmim. Actually, it sounds like a Star Trek name. <gasps> I am Tarmim. <laughs> I knew that would tickle you. <laughs> Yes. I still can't watch Star Trek Beyond. If if you ever want someone to go with what you're saying, you hit their button. So say something like, you've got the pink lolly. No, I don't want the pink lolly. Yeah, but think about it. You're Mr. Pink from Reservoir Dogs. Or like Steve Buscemi. Or, you know, you just hit their button straight away. So, me him. Yeah, but it makes it sound like an alien (laughs) from Star Trek. (laughs) Not not necessarily. You could be one of the... I want to be on the Enterprise, Chris. You could be one of the ones that Captain Coke bones on those aliens. But I prefer Spock. You like Spock? Yeah, I like Spock. You like young Spock, not original Spock. I, I like both. Leonard Nimoy. I like both. Like, I cried when he died. I've seen about the So homies. basically, I have more emotion for people I don't know or fictional beings than people that are actually in my life. Yeah, that's healthy. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's I think actually... that's why I live in my television. I'm like, oh, I can empathise with these people because after yeah. after this hour, I don't have to deal with them again for a week. But then that's yeah. not actually always true. Like when I watched that first episode of The Walking Dead, oh my god, I wanted to kill someone. But anyway, um... did we ever end the Dorothy Jane Scott story, <laughs> or did we, we did, just move on? She she died, and then um we went and saw Spock, and yeah, I it was. A I don't think Spock did it though. No, no, no. I, I, if anything, what I've taken away from this is that Lana's mother, I don't think she was in Star Trek, but the fact that she was on the phone with the killer is quite a revelation. And when did she go to California? I mean, Wait a minute. So not, that was 36 years ago. And why did she keep playing three-year-old music? That was 36 years ago. 36 years ago? Yeah. Oh, Lon's old. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, you're gonna piss Tarim. off people, man. Uh, I mean, I know Arabs aren't actually ever sensitive. No, 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 no. It's just, it's just my character. Like, I, it's just the character I have for, for Lana. What? How did you say your name as well? Tarim. I'm not doing that again. I'm not playing this game anymore, Chris. No, it's not a game. Chris, stop. It's not a game. Yeah, cool. Go ahead. Oh my Christoph. god, you people with like normal boring names. Like Christoph. what how does it feel to be one in a billion Chris's? It feels uh blendy. There's a billion other well, probably not a billion, but there's mm. a lot of other Chris's, ma'am. Oh yeah, of course there are. There's tons. I mean it's but it means that I am uh I'm not gonna be found on Facebook. But then again, I will be found on Facebook, more so than you, because I'm not on Facebook. That's easy. Did of you, course did you're you, gonna be found more often than me. I didn't tell you what happened to my friend Will, uh, but I feel like he, um, I've heard every story there is to know about Will. This one's quite funny because someone in the world called Will Hicks looked up all the other Will Hicks on Facebook and just had a big, massive message. Oh um, no, no, I've heard this story. Oh yeah, okay. That's right. Hi lads, how's it going? <laughs> I looked up every other Tarmin on Facebook, and it didn't take that long. How many were there? None. <laughs> oh, there is a person. Her first name is Tar, T H A R, and her second name is Meme. Meme. Meme, M I M. Well, that's a breakup of your name. There's another one that's similar ish to my name. I can't remember what it was like, but she seemed like a fucking idiot. 
And she, but then she also seemed Asian, so I'm worried that I might be related to her. Well, the Arabic spelling of your name is that spelled differently? Well, Arabic is another language. I mean, it doesn't have letters and shit. Not English letters. My name is written in English, is it not? Okay, because when you said your parents put their own little stint on it, yeah, no, because it's because it's my name's Tarmim. If you were to write out Tarmihim in English, how different would that be to Tarmim? Please tell me. Tarmihim. Uh, it could be two eyes. It could be an E. There's a H randomly floating. Not that there isn't a H randomly floating in my name, because there is. It's just silent. Yeah. Actually, it's silent for me. It's not for other people. Like, my parents, they pronounce my name differently to me. Oh, yeah. And because they pronounce it differently, like, my whole family does. So, like, everybody says my name differently. Like, everybody that I've ever met says it differently. Like, I don't even know what my name is at this point. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, it's not what you want it to be now, because you're an adult. Tarmim. Tarmim. Because I think it's purely because they have the accent, though. Like, if they didn't yeah. have the accent, then they, I'd just be Tarmim. But Tar-mim. then because of them, like, my old family just say that. Like, my, my American family, they emphasize the R as well. Yeah. They're like, Tarmim. That's in their American accent. I'm just going to call you Mimsy. Mimsy. I'm Mimsical. Mimsy. 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 Yeah, Jodes just calls me Mim. Ah, oh, so I have heard that before. Yeah, I'll call you Mimsy. They used to call hey. me Mimster occasionally. Oh, or, or just a M-I-M-P-S, like Mimps. Hey, Mimps. I'm a Pimps. Mimps. <laughs> oh, God, we should wrap this up, really. Okay, finally, your last nickname is a pimp named Slickback. <sighs> I think we should just nickname ourselves Dot. Dot and a pimp named Slipback, and that's the end of the show, guys. Yeah, so bring on the EastEnders theme music for when someone dies, because Dorothy Jane Scott died. Probably brutally, I don't know. I didn't see the autopsy report, which is saddening, because I did try and look. I don't know if there were any broken bones, I don't know if it had been interfered with, don't know when she died. It's unfortunate, really. Did I just bum you out? This is another (laughs) off-the-book case we can (laughs) close without solving, but... For the after for the after credits song, I'm just going to do a quick Phil Mitchell impression. We've actually got our instruments here, so we're going to just do it live, aren't we, Chris? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Just get the bagpipes. <sighs> yeah. So um, yeah. So in about a few seconds, when like we fade out a bit, I mean, we're going to fade into us playing music live through your headpieces. Okay. <sighs> so so before that, I'll just say good day and good night and Godspeed. And live long and prosper. Yes. Because I'm from the Star Trek Enterprise. And I'm from London. (laughs) (sighs) It's all Kakana Pat. (laughs) Oh, actually, do you want my best Ian Beale impression? Okay. (laughs) He goes, I've got nothing left. Oh, God, I remember that. (laughs) (laughs) I remember that. (laughs) All right, bye. Bye Bye-bye.